LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sand. I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Now, we got a little bit of an insight uh, last time into apprenticeships and the history that is Derek Hanna. Tell us, Derek, you had a ton of apprenticeships. I, I bet there's a story of you playing a practical joke, having a bit of fun with one of your younger apprenticeships, you know, buying, asking him to go out and buy the left-handed screwdriver. <laughs> That's crazy. What, what did you do? Is it, have you got a story? No, no stories. No stories. A ton of apprentices is a strange phrase, isn't it? Hey, yeah, well, five. Comment on I went the to a number conf- of them or the yeah, weight of them. I went to a conference once and there was five apprentices. I just thought, Does, do you do any ministry, or have you just got other people doing ministry for you? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Best arrangement ever, and that's exactly what I do at Geneva Push as well. Zero work, <laughs> just get other people to do it. Now the one thing's brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. We're also part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We encourage you to check out our network page on iTunes. Uh, there's loads of other quality Christian podcasts there. But for now, you've pressed play on this episode, Creating a Culture of Traineeships. Let's uh, welcome the guest we've got. We've got Scott Kurz, who we'll hear from in a second. Welcome, Scott. G'day, guys. Thanks for having us. Also joined by Zach Metcalf, who's a apprentice at HBC. Welcome, Zach. G'day, guys. Tell us about your story. Where are you from? How did you become an apprentice? Uh, I am... Uh, from Newcastle, been there about uh, eight years, but previous to that, I was uh, living in Darwin. Uh, and for the last four years or so, I have been a PE teacher at Wine Christian Community School. Darwin, you Darwin. grew up yep. in Darwin. Yeah, I did my high school there. Uh, yeah, didn't swim a lot because there's a lot of crocs, uh, and uh, we had to dodge the odd cyclone. But yeah, it was a good place to grow up. Now, now you're a first year apprentice yep. at Hunter Bible Church. Yep. How did you? go through the decision of leaving PE teaching and becoming an apprentice at Hunter Bowl Church. Yeah, our church has got a really great culture of uh, getting everyone to to consider doing MTS or, or, or mission uh, full-time. Um, and uh, I had been prompted uh, by a few people in church while I was at uni and thought about it very, very uh, long and, and hard and, and was, was convinced, yep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a crack at this. Uh, the MTS thing and um, then I actually decided not to get to, I wanted to get some experience in, in work uh, so decided to uh, yeah work for a little while um, really enjoyed my job um, working as a PE teacher uh, at, at Wyong particularly and uh, yeah and then and then just I wanted I wanted I wanted I had a really heart for uh, for the lost and uh Wanted to have a go at, uh, at doing ministry uh, and and seeing people saved. See if I had the skills that that, that could that could do that well for church. So did you approach the leadership team? Did they sort of say, "Hey, two years is up. Time to time to do that apprenticeship thing you talked about"? Uh, they they were in constant contact with me for for those those four years, um, but it wasn't there was no pressure at all. Um, yeah, in the end, I was I was yeah I was keen to. To, to do it I, I, I was I was convicted Scott definitely was prodding me in those times um, but uh, yeah no I was I was yeah convicted through through prayer and, and reading reading the Bible and and uh, yeah just 
think there's lots of people that need to hear about Jesus. Now, Scott, we've, you're, you're his trainer, so we've got yeah. the luxury of hearing, hearing it from your side of the story. Is that how you remember it? Uh, I remember having lots of chats with Zach. Uh, and they, I, I think he was fair in saying we were like, we didn't want to make him feel guilty if he didn't do MTS. We'd hate for anyone to go into uh, having a crack at MTS to people please or do something like that. But I'd say there was still a fair bit of thorn in his side, just reminding him and prod, prodding him. Like I think he's he should have a crack at ministry and do the two years of MTS to see if he's cut out for ministry down the track. Um, and so he was he was being prodded fairly regularly, I reckon, by us. So we, uh, we're at a conference recording this, and I was talking to another member of a staff member of HBC who said, "I said I met Zach, great quality." And this staff member said, mate, it's taken four years to get to this. <laughs> so I got the impression there was a little bit of nudging on the way. It's okay. You're, you mentioned, Zach, there's a, a culture of training apprenticeships yeah. at HBC. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, did, how have you seen that? Um, how, have you, how have you been influenced by other people doing traineeships? And what, what got you to the point of thinking, actually, yeah, this is something, when you first went there, I want to do an apprenticeship. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was... It was Definite process, and uh, I think uh, what really hit me was that the MTSs would in, they invested a lot of time into me, reading the Bible with me, uh, and um, and just talking to them uh, about what they what they were thinking about and and why they were doing things. Um, I can remember the first uh, camp that I went on. I went and and saw all the MTSs, the current MTSs, and I said, "Why are you doing this thing?" Um, some of them were actually PE teachers, uh, and um, yeah, they 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 all had similar answers. Yeah, we just we think that the gospel is important, and we want to be a part of that. And, and MTS is a great way to do that. That made me think about think about doing it, and I had the same passion of of, of wanting to see people saved. Uh, and I think this opportunity. Lots of people have that passion, but this opportunity doesn't come around to everyone all the time uh and being at a church that was willing to to put me on great i'll take that now scott you were an apprentice you grew yeah. up you know you you sort of were formed and shaped at hunter bible church yeah. you didn't sort of have you know post uh, traumatic syndrome and so you didn't come out of your apprentice thinking no nah, i'm never going to train anyone i'm never going to encourage anyone no, to do this right. so how, how did that happen how, how you know how and why are you so committed to apprenticeships? Yeah, I, I think um, I had a great experience. Sam Hilton was my trainer. He did a fantastic job um, in opening the Bible with me, opening his life and ministry principles, as well as the fact that it's at HBC, you're not just trained by one trainer that's primary, but then secondarily, you just get to learn from a bunch of great men and women who are on staff team there. Um, so I did my two-year apprenticeship Um and one of the things that um, I was convicted of and kind of encouraged throughout that two years was not to just go on and do ministry, but then from the beginning of starting MTS, we're starting to teach these guys that if you go on to ministry, you're going to become a trainer um, and we want you to keep this DNA going because that's the role of a pastor anyway. Um, and so, yeah, we came, came through, um, wrestled with going to Bible college, um, ended up staying and have been doing Bible college part-time, uh, has a lot of cons in doing that, but that's the path that we've kind of gone. Um, and it's been great. And then have had the opportunity um, already 
within a few years of being on staff team to oversee the MTS program, but also then train um, apprentices, which has been fantastic. All right, I want to come back and ask you in a second what it is you saw in Zach and what it is you're looking for in other apprentices. As you kind of uh, you know put the radar out for scene, we'll come back yeah, to that in a second. We'll get uh, a lovey dovey on that. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. We've never done that before on the one thing. Anyway, we're going to dig into the toolbox. Scott, what do you got for us? Uh, so three must-have resources. Uh, there's a great episode with Ben Farland and Eric Thurston on the one thing talking about setting up a, an apprenticeship system. Uh, so that'll be in the show notes. Uh, there's a whole raft of resources on the MTS website, so jump into mts.com.au. And the final thing, uh, I just want to promote uh, Spur and Challenge or Mission Minor, depending on which state you're in. Mm. Uh, having a larger recruiting conference or a larger ministry conference that you can bring uh, young and old people to, to be stirred up to be thinking about ministry uh, is really helpful. Uh, it's a place where uh, interviews take place, uh, where people are stirred up from God's word, where training takes place. And it, it, I guess, gives you a larger space to have that conversation uh, with someone, you know, to move them towards ministry. Hopefully it doesn't take four years like it did with Zach. Um, I hope, it, you know, it's sort of 12 months to say, you know, two years out from when they're, they're going to jump in. Um, but, uh, you know, can I encourage you to jump on the website and have a look at those. Now, uh, Scott, have you got, uh, you know, any resources you can recommend to people? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we... the. F- in terms of creating culture for traineeship and apprenticeship, um, there's probably four key categories, I reckon, that we work hard at in cultivating that culture. First one's preaching. So we'll, um, particularly in and around MTS, we'll preach on MTS at all of our congregations and ask everyone at church to consider um, giving up, like it's just a flow on from giving up our lives to follow Jesus, taking up our cross and following him. Um, so we, we, but we mentioned MTS in particular regularly, probably once a term in our preaching, um, and more so at uni church where we have younger generation. Um, the second thing is we run our own info session um, where we create the space for people to come and actually think about what this is going to look like and why they might do an apprenticeship. Um, now, but- before you get too carried away, that that for me that was Sam Hilton inviting me to a pub, and having eight or you know eight or ten ministry guys just come around and just talk about ministry. So it can be as simple as just Yeah, that's right. Getting that was chips and a beer at the pub. That was particularly for church planting though, beyond. <laughs> but um, and then the third big thing is uh, the recruiting conference. And we make a huge push to get as many people to that. We keep it pretty broad. So we're not looking for the people we're necessarily convinced are definitely going to do an apprenticeship or have the character and competency. But we just want to we find that that's it's valuable just for anyone to go along to that to grow in their conviction for ministry. Mm. So we do a massive push and plan three months out to recruit people to that recruiting conference and get them there. And we find the more people we get to that recruiting conference, the more people we end up interviewing the following year, the more pe- apprentices we end up having. So it has a flow and effect. And the thing that underlines all of it then resource-wise is the one-to-one conversation and cultures. We're consistently prodding people to consider it and helping them kind of think through that stuff. So, not everyone who puts a hand up is going to do MTS. Correct. What are you looking for? Um, Feel free to use Zach as an example. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. PE teachers, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. PE teachers, <laughs> people. Uh, no, I think so. In terms of what we're trying to accomplish for MTS, we want to grow people in the three C's: character, conviction, and competency. 
And so first and foremost, we're looking people with godly character who we think are leaders or have the character to be leaders. Um, and so we wouldn't appoint someone into MTS if they didn't have a godly character. So that's first and foremost. But then I think we are also um, looking for people who have a track record of taking on leadership responsibility at church um, and have done all right there, um, have the conviction um, to give up their lives and move into ministry. So we've made a shift probably in our culture the last few years where if someone at least isn't open to moving into full-time ministry beyond the two-year apprenticeship, um, we wouldn't consider them to do MTS. Um, and so, yeah, then having those those kind of competencies and the potential that they could go on to, to do really well in ministry. Yep. Uh, what, have, what have been the hard lessons you've learned? What have been the, the things as you've worked through this over a number of years at HBC around apprenticeships? Yeah, I think um, the call um, at times, I think we've probably just gone, I'll just come do it for two years, check it out, see what happens. Um, and I think we've needed to up that call and say, Jesus calls you to give up your life. And so this is more than a two-year thing. Sure, you, you're still doing MTS to work out whether you can do it for the full-time ministry for the rest of your life. Um, but only do MTS if you're convicted about the call to give up your life. And so we've made that call, I think, firmer and harder. Um, as we've grown as a church, um, I think there's been a tension that we've had to wrestle with in terms of the quality drop of putting on um, MTSs and the need that, that, I mean, that's always going to be there with when you're developing leaders and you put someone new into a role, it's not going to be as good usually as the person initially who did it before. And so with a consistent turnover of apprentices, having to manage that quality drop and think thoughtful about that. Um, so we'll say that running, doing MTSs and putting MTSs on has a cost to us as a church. Um, and we want to be open to that, but keep doing it for the sake of raising up leaders for the next generation. Um, I think the other, yeah, the other hard thing has been um, we've probably seen a this a bigger discussion, but a culture shift in generations coming through um, where we've probably needed to be more careful and thoughtful about um, their resilience um, for ministry. And so I think I'm becoming more and more convinced of having a few years in the workforce, um, which is, I'd still say it's very individual dependent and depending on who you've got in front of you. But I think, yeah, there's more issues coming around resilience, mental health, those kind of things where we need to be a bit more guarded and thoughtful about whereas before we were just kind of like, oh, they're eager, they're godly, they've got competency, let's just throw them in. But resilience is becoming a bit more of a thing, I think. All right. Scott, what's the one thing you would want to talk to people and say to people about apprenticeships? I think um, raising the bar for our apprenticeships and um, showing people that this is more than a two-year thing, um, but it's part of our call to give up our lives for Christ. And that's what ministry, full-time ministry is, whether we or it's just being what a full-time Christian is. Um, and so making pushing that call hard and that conviction to lay your lives down as part of your apprenticeships. Yep. Zach, what's your one thing? Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of need out there for for uh, leaders, Christian leaders uh, in churches, and uh, MTS is a, a fantastic way to uh, equip you to do that. Uh, so if you get the opportunity uh, to either train someone or, or do MTS yourself, 
take it with both hands. Great. Well, uh, it's been really good having you both on uh, on the one thing. Thanks for sharing. Uh, if you want to catch these guys, just head to Newcastle, Lake Mac Church or Hunter Bible Church um, up near New Lambton. Well, if you like what you heard today on The One Thing, we'd appreciate if you take a moment just to rate the show on iTunes. And we love getting your questions. So uh, send your questions on the Facebook page and Isaac, I'm sure, will pass it along and we'll be able to get a whole episode answering that question. We'll also give you a shout out. Now, The One Thing is part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. And uh, I just want to point out one of our podcast partners, the 5LQ Podcast with Todd Atkins. Todd always has great ministry insights, great questions, and always great guests. Uh, so I'd encourage you to listen to an episode of the 5LQ podcast. One of the, the great things I enjoy about uh, this podcast is the way that he does book breakdowns. Uh, so listen particularly uh, every every few months for a book breakdown. That's the 5LQ podcast. Well, it's been great uh, talking again about a really key ministry area, traineeships. I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.